be heavy. I like heavy stuff. I'm into that heavy stuff. It's gotta be heavy. The heavy sound, heavy beat. Rebel 1017 presents the Heavy in Ottawa podcast with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. It's a new week of Heavy in Ottawa. This is Laura. I am flying solo today. My co-host James is still on tour. Uh, Stick to the end of the episode to find out what's happening in Ottawa uh, concert-wise for the next couple of weeks. We will be chatting with our spotlight band, Triple Murder, a local metal band, and we have Max and Eric from the band chatting with me today. But our first guests are Shade and Avison from Metal Madness Burlesque. I got it right this time. Awesome. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you so much for for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much much for having us. So how did this all start? Tell me everything. Uh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shade Nix here, uh, my co-producer partner, uh, she does shows at House of Targ, um, also like bi-monthly, I believe. Or yeah, like- it's bi-monthly. Uh, yeah, every two months at House of Targ, I'm the burlesque curator there, and I do shows at uh, Atomic Rooster, Avant Garde. Yeah, so I met Shade uh, just over a year ago, yeah. and then I really wanted to get into burlesque, so I started uh, do- performing burlesque in February of 2019, and yeah. I was always like finding like it was hard because I always want to do it to metal music and like gothic music and things like this, whereas like burlesque is very much in like the classical, but you know also with the, with um like uh, what do you call it like a neo burlesque, like there is a lot of room for creativity platforms so I really liked uh, metal so then obviously like as we just got closer and closer as friends um, and she saw how I can do with like my marketing skills and everything she's like Mm -hmm. you know what we decided like we want more of uh, to bring to the metal scene now that it's really growing here in Ottawa which is amazing so uh, we decided to um, contact the new owner of the Dominion Tavern and uh, propose a quarterly show of just metal burlesque where performers you know even if they didn't do metal before they now have a platform if they want to be edgy and dark and just really contribute yeah, and, and give and out their their own creative juices so you know what whereas before they were used to you know picking classic songs or not even classic like they've done a lot of you know a lot of people have done alternative but like really metal like as a as a complete niche on its own in burlesque was really lacking yeah, so, yeah. so we took that opportunity, we uh, patented it, well not really patented it, but we marketed but it, it and uh, <laughs> now we have it uh, quarterly at the Dimmon Tavern. We've already discussed it with uh, uh, Andrew there, the owner there. He wanted it monthly, but the burlesque community already has a lot of shows happening within the city, so it's like, well, quarterly at least then, like, you know, it gives space as well for other performers to be like, okay, well, the metal s- one's coming up soon, I want to do this metal song, so they have time to practice, they have time to promote it. Plus so. you have, you keep them wanting more, like if you do them regularly it kind of you know it loses its novelty this way you know we have time to develop acts and develop them well yeah and uh yeah (laughs) keep them interested (laughs) right so currently how many people do you have in the group or do do you have uh, guests from different groups, or how does this work? Basically, we we just we just pan, you know handpick people as we go. I mean, we we already know our friends who are fellow performers, what they're into. We know some people have metal acts ready to go, uh, so that's how we did the first show. We're like, oh, I know so and so has a perfect metal act, and we had what like five performers last time. Our first show yeah. for the for the first show, which was a like a huge success. We were we weren't. I mean, we, we were. I was actually crying after. Yeah, I was so happy. We, how, yeah, <laughs> we couldn't believe how successful it was, and it was 
on a Thursday night. Yep. I was worried about the turnout because it's a weeknight. I wasn't sure, but it was such a massive success. And so we knew that we're, we're doing something right. And, uh, you know, and I think from now on, we'll probably put a call out and ask people, hey, who, who's interested in this? And then, you know, we, we just pick people from the scene. Yeah. Yes. How how would someone if someone is listening right now yeah. and they want they want to do it how yeah. would they contact you? So uh, we do have a Metal Madness Burlesque Facebook page. Uh, I even put on my own personal phone number as the contact number. So if they want to throw me a text, they're more than welcome to and just be like, hey, I've always wanted to do it with this song. But let's say if they have zero choreography experience. We have friends that do studios and dance lessons and everything like that. Doesn't matter the shape of their body or or what uh, ethnicity they have, they can rock it. The so. more variety, actually, the better. Exactly. We, we want. We, we want. want we're all inclusive. We want all body types, all ages, men, women, yeah. and everything in, in between yeah. and yeah. beyond. So, <laughs> so in between shows, you basically have two, two and a half months, three months to kind of practice yeah. the the next act. Where, where where do you practice? Do you have a, a space somewhere or our living rooms? <laughs> our living rooms, my bathroom, the yeah. shower. If yeah. I'm singing, but I don't sing on stage, so uh, uh, maybe, maybe you should. I'll try. I'll try. If I can get a Tim Curry song, I'm down. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yes. If people are interested, they can always message the page, and then you know we might ask for like a video. Um, and if people are just wanting to get into burlesque, like we know tons of teachers in the scene who are amazing, uh, and who can help anyone really. And it's not even just like uh, with Metal Madness burlesque. Like the, the word burlesque, a lot of people think it's it's um, ideally just uh, removing clothing but yeah. burlesque as well because of its widespread variety like it's also slash variety so if you want people mm-hmm. to just do like impersonation videos or uh, sorry impersonate impersonation performances mm-hmm. and things like this where it's like I don't feel comfortable taking off my clothes but right. I've got this one metal number that I know like you know whatever yeah. bring it on down yes. show me a video of what it's like yeah, and we can definitely satire anything really like, yeah you know, it's, it's again we want to make it an open platform but mm-hmm. the niche itself is metal mm-hmm. so so how do you, how do you pick a song to perform to? Oh God! Uh, before I even started burlesque, I had a root like quote unquote routines uh, playlist on my YouTube channel of what songs I'd want to perform, and they are all metal. So um, it's really like mm-hmm. if you. Like, I, for example, like to dance, but I'm not into hip-hop really all that much. Uh, I mean, I'll go to the bar with my friends and, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. try to dance to that music, but I'm too... I'm a white girl. I can't twerk, <laughs> you know, like, so... But when it comes to metal music, when I go to metal shows, like, I'm not just headbanging. I'm, I am swinging my hips. I am moving my arms around and stuff, like, wacky, wable, inflatable tube man. <laughs> you know, like, I can I can dance like that, too. Yeah. But uh, with metal, you know, like, uh, I've been practicing my signature routine for Avis and Bathory, like, my, my actual routine that I've been dreaming of performing since I started burlesque and I got to perform it at Shades last show which I was so happy about it was, like, it was like, mind blowing I, I like yeah. I was she and just I, blew everyone out of the water and to yeah. practice that it's a matter of knowing the tempo knowing the placement knowing you know like uh, am I going to be over here on this side of the stage for this part am I going to like play with you know like uh, my gloves or anything like this like it really is in depth planning choreography and everything but if you feel that you can do the song try it there's the, the worst thing that happens is if you fall but in the burlesque community if you fall you play with it you get back up and you keep going and and also just in any kind of burlesque routine like like pick a favorite song that you love to listen to like when a song moves you that's the song to do really so if there's something that you're like this is my favorite song i can't stop listening to it you that's gonna that's gonna showcase on stage like we will see that as an audience member so, yeah exactly so if, if you're you don't more know what to pick pick your favorite song <laughs> you that's know? it yeah so. well i know from myself when i'm listening to certain songs oh, yeah. it's there's something oh. inside me it's like that, almost that a religious happens. experience yes. right yes yeah exactly. and then you know you you, you start feeling like you want to move 
yeah. into it and like every everything just kind of falls into place yeah. so is it easier to perform to a, a, a slower song or a faster song or does it matter it's how you feel it's how you, it's feel. How you think your there, body there's can no move rules that. like really yeah. there's no rules or there's very little rules I should say like yeah yeah no exactly <laughs> like I mean because uh, like for my very first song I, I performed was um, question by system of a down it wasn't my ideal mm-hmm. first performance song but as I listened to it and I'm like okay it's a little slow paced like in some parts so I can and since it was my very first song, I did take into consideration, like, I can't break dance. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, again, <laughs> yeah. so I, I did take that into consideration. So even though I had a favorite song from System of a Down I wanted to perform with, Question was the best route to go with. Because also, like, who doesn't like any yes. song from System of a Down? And yeah. it was still at that slow pace. So it's like at the fast parts, I can do this. At the slow parts, I can do this. Because also, you got to think, you're going to be out of breath after. So yeah. you also have to pace and, yourself. Yeah, and it's really, what are you trying to invoke? Like, what story do you want to tell? Do you want, like, a, a, like a very thoughtful like you know inspiring number do you just want to entertain and make people laugh do you want something really up and you know punchy it's really do you want to scare people like I did (laughs) no I don't know it was pretty sexy I wasn't I think people were turned on I don't think they were scared but um, yeah like it really depends what you're invoking like some people are in a it depends where where you are in your mindset like some people going through a hard time they'll pick something sad and and express it that way and it's really it's it's very therapeutic for some people Yeah. yeah So is, is there any improvising when you're on stage? Is there any improvising so or, or how specifically do you... Oh, my God, yes. Kind of many times, right? For some well, people, they're really rigid. They could stick to a script. I improvise yeah. quite a lot because I usually belly dance. So, I yeah. mean, it depends. Yeah, I, I, I've done that. Well, what was it? My Again, my very first number uh, with System of a Down, I had a, a part where um, I removed my bra and had my tassels and I would like, I'd turn away from the audience, take off the bra, turn back around and shimmy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like shimmy, mm-hmm. shimmy. I could not get the bra off. And I even tried pulling it over me off. But again, because it was actually pretty tight and it's all like metal uh, spikes all over it. So I was like almost like hurting myself. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I just slipped it back on. But she pulled it off, man. I thought it was part of the act. I was like, oh, look at her. She's being such a tease. She's telling us. I thought she was like, oh, no, you thought I was taking it off, but I'm not. And that is such a great tease. So you can turn anything that's not going your way. Like I've I balance swords a lot on my head and I've dropped it a few times (laughs) and and I would just turn that into like a purposeful thing, like, oh, whoops, I dropped my sword. And I would <laughs> I would totally make it look sexy and like, oh, look at me, I'm so clumsy. Like an audience would probably yeah. would oh, yeah. know better. Or, right? or they or or if they do, it's like I'm doing it with them. I'm like, you know, I'm including them in my performance. I'm like, oh well, this happens, let's I'm still here to have fun. And I mean the yeah. audience doesn't really know yeah. what is a perfectionist uh, number or not. Yeah. Because I mean, again, if you play it along well and like and again, uh, like mm-hmm. failure is just a part of life that's how we learn mm-hmm. so it's the same thing with burlesque if you have to improvise if you make a mistake you just go with it people 99% of the time don't notice yeah like and as a producer I'm always checking in with the performers so like after each performer goes on or after each set like I'll check in with them I'll be like wow that was amazing like you did and there were and then often I'll be I'll hear someone I, I expect them to be like thanks I worked hard and like I'm so glad it it, it, it went well and oftentimes performers will be almost in tears like oh I missed so many cues I did this wrong I did this wrong and I'm like what and me being like a seasoned 
like producer and performer having watched this for like 12 years of like doing shows like I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be none the wiser and like so I can't even imagine as an audience member who's just maybe their first or second time watching something like this how they could catch it and performers are so hard on themselves which I understand it's always it's good to kind of be critical it's good but like as long as there's a balance you're not too critical so yeah you know a lot of times when I'm congratulating someone on on a great job there are a lot of times they're they're really disappointed with their act like with any art form, with anything, is, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. you're really passionate about it. It's your baby. It's you want to do it well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to raise it well. So, what would you say is your absolute favorite song ever to perform to? <laughs> oh, God, it's so hard. Well, it's uh, a actually, tough one. my my signature routine, and that is Ramstein's Mind Tile. Oh, oh nice. Beautiful. Yeah, and nice. I will be performing that one uh, at the the next Metal Madness Burlesque. So right. I'm very excited. I still got to get my stuff from House of Targ though. Yes. <laughs> oh, is it still there? It it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. They'll hold on to it for you. What about you, Shade? What's your favorite song? Oh my God, I'm so ever? ashamed to say I don't have like a metal song. That's my favorite. I mean, I do have a couple of metal songs that are my favorite, but they're classic Metallica. I have to admit. Um, but like, I mean, for me, I dance to a lot of like Greek and Balkan folk music, so those are kind of my favorite songs to belly dance to. But I'm getting more into like metal and stuff because thanks to Megan, you know, like I've I'm bringing her to the dark side. Yeah, she is, and and my boyfriend too. He's like he's really been introducing me a lot to a, a lot of metal as well. So oh, he is very like uh, educated in the music world in so, every yeah. every aspect. And so I've I've always loved hard rock, and and I I just didn't know very much about metal. So I like all the old classic Metallica songs. I have to say those would be considered. I would oh, consider yeah. those yeah. my favorite. You can't go wrong with Metallica. <laughs> yeah. I mean, metal's in the name. It's beautiful though, like you know. And I, I just watched, um, you know, that documentary, Cliff Amal. Uh, oh, my God. Like, Cliff mm-hmm. was, like, such an inspiration. Like, I, I was watching this and lo- watching music videos from that time, from that era. And they're a joke compared to what Metallica was doing. Like, oh you, goodness, you had yeah. all these terrible songs from the 80s. And you watch this, and it was the first time I thought to myself, wow, these are, like, the equivalents of scholars with PhDs. Yeah. Like, this is scholarly work. Like, the, the level of skill. And it's a full-body workout. Like, these people are working so so hard for our entertainment. I was so blown away. I have such a different level of respect yeah. for, you know, people in metal. Like, it's yeah. such hard work. I mean, yeah. guitar and solos and setting things on fire as well. And I truly believe, like, we're going to be, we'll, we're going to consider them the way we consider Beethoven. Oh, like, yeah. we're going to look at them and say, this is, look at, look at this masterpiece. Welcome to the, the metal composers. family. No, I'm serious. Like, it's <laughs> like the composers of the, our yeah, times. They, they like, really mm-hmm. are. Like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, what would you say, do you say you have a typical audience when you have a show or would you say you have any anything and so, anyone and everyone? Yeah, so Depends. in Ottawa, I find um, the most frequent burlesque shows, it's a lot of other performers and mm-hmm. friends of performers that come to those shows. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. It's just yeah, it's that, um, and, and that's the thing, because Ottawa is a government city. <laughs> uh, the arts are very much suppressed in, in their own ways. So yeah. uh, it's hard to have like, let's say a very frequent, um, you know, event and have like an, uh, like a different people coming in and are out um, but I find like with um, you know certain shows that are you know done quarterly or monthly there you know you get people from all walks of life coming in 
Which is amazing. You get people coming in, like women coming in for bachelor parties. You get mm-hmm. guys coming in just for a night out on drinks. You get, you know, other performers being like, oh, hey, I haven't, you know, seen this kind of show before. Let's see it. So it really is diverse in terms of the audience, which is awesome. Uh, the the popularity of it, though, like uh, in terms of the audience participation can also vary because it depends on how it's marketed. Yep. Um, like marketing is a huge thing. Like I studied marketing. So like I'm like adamant <laughs> yeah. on marketing something. Um, mm-hmm. if, if people don't know what it is, they, they don't know where it is. So, yeah. well, also, and I find like, that's why tapping into different venues is important because regulars of that venue will want to check it out. They'll be like, oh, there's, they're doing burlesque here. I've been coming here for years. I'm like, this is new. So that's kind of cool because you're tapping into the regulars of that scene too. So that's why going into different venues is really important because when I started doing different venues, mm-hmm. I found. The, the frequent goers uh, like the owners would be like yeah my regulars really love that this is great so well yeah. that's like, like again with Andrew he's like oh can you please do it like monthly and we're like no 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 it's that's too that's much too much <laughs> it's too much especially with Shade with her own tar- 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 shows I'm like yeah. working full time and working on other yeah. projects on my own so mm-hmm. yeah. uh, quarterly is enough <laughs> yeah it is, it is. <laughs> and again with metal because metal is already a niche scene here in Ottawa and it's like still growing which is I'm very happy about yeah. um, it's, it's still something that I don't want to have overhyped yeah, and we I'd want rather, it fresh you know, and exciting each time. Exactly. So if we're if we're doing it too often, it's you know we're gonna run out of. It things. loses <laughs> its spark. Yes, yeah. and yeah. it's gonna be a sweet treat when yeah. you mm. when you go and yeah, when exactly. You, yeah, when you have to wait for it and you're like, oh my gosh, the next one's not for another four months. You're gonna look forward to it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so we were talking about audience particip- audience participation, mm-hmm. but do you? Do you kind of use the audience to, to reflect on your performance as well? Like, is it sort of, of like... Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, like, we also have, like, air guitar contests. That's we, what we put we in do for our lot. intermission. Mm-hmm. So, like, in between sets, uh, because we have a small cast for this one as well, we're going to have an intermission, uh, but a little bit of a longer one, unlike the first show. Um, and we want, like, an air guitar contest, you know, audience participation, because we want people to feel involved. We want yeah. them to feel like, you know, you came here for a reason, not just to see yeah. the performers, but to have fun and be with friends and have mm-hmm. a you know good yeah. old times so. so it's gonna be really impromptu kind of oh yeah well as and an MC, like I'm yeah. gonna be MCing, and I it's always there's no we script. pick on people being like hey you guy in the back there you wanna get me a shot there too yeah bad? come you know? on like, forward like a lot of people are kind of standing back and I'm like no 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 come you gotta come closer and you know the more noise you make the more they'll yeah. take their clothes off so but know. we never force anyone on stage obviously mm-hmm. it's always obviously. with consent and yeah, yeah, uh, you, consideration I mean, yeah you can tell like you look at someone and you can see like they're excited they wanna come in they wanna come up and do something of course but oh, situation awareness yes, for sure exactly. yeah exactly mm-hmm. you, have you ever um, run into any kind of issues with audience being getting a little inappropriate or? not myself but mm-hmm. we have had fellow yeah. performers um, deal with like uh, situations where like that like if I was there I would have decked the person flat out yeah but, and um, usually like for instance at my events and I think you know well, we should do this at oh Metal we, we do it at every uh, yeah we always make an announcement we're like you know just you know like you know please you know like do not touch the performers and I even ask like don't even take their photo without asking them like I know we live in an age now everybody has a cell phone you have to know as a performer like people are going to take my picture but we just ask respectfully okay like if you happen to take their photo like don't post it without asking because like yeah, yeah I'm I'm mm-hmm. your shade Nix, I'm yeah. Avison Bathory yes. but in real life we are different people that yes. may you know, it's not like we're ashamed of it. No. It's just that we have to keep a matter of professionalism as yeah. well as our artistic outlet. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, a lot of performers may not want to have their performance life exposed to their mm-hmm. non-performance life. Like, I'm I'm OK with it. I, everything is like out there for me. But I, not everyone has that, you know. 
yeah. has that same mindset as I do. <laughs> That's it. So, so yeah. you have the next show is coming up on November 15th at yep. the Dominion Tavern. Yes. Yeah. Um, so if people want to find out more, they can uh, go on our Facebook page. Facebook check page. More information. Uh, also, like, follow Shade Nix, uh, Avison Bathory as well on Facebook. Um, and Instagram. And <laughs> Instagram as well. Uh, but so uh, it's $10 at the door. We did, with the first show, we tried to do online tickets. But knowing our demographic now, it's like it's not uh, actually a good platform for that. So yeah. it's $10 at the door. Um, bring your a, grandma. It's a Friday you know. night. Like, people are going to be coming out. So Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, just, uh, just make sure, uh, you know, I, I don't think we need to ask people to dress to theme. No, <laughs> so, no. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, you can find the event page on Facebook. You can find it on our Facebook page, uh, Metal Madness Burlesque. And yeah, yeah exactly. And on our personal accounts, too. You'll you'll see a lot of advertising. <laughs> well, that's it. And it starts at uh, 9, but, like, you know, you can always come in at 9, grab a beer. You'll be fine. We'll probably start at around 9.30, 9.30 or so because burlesque yeah. shows are notorious for starting a little later than they're supposed to. Yeah, so. yeah. and that's, you know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to start too early either. Give people a chance to go home after work, relax a little bit, and then come out for a great night. <laughs> yeah, mine will be a bloody mess. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Everyone should definitely go and check it out on the 15th. It's Thank so you so much, ladies, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Laura. Yeah. Next, we're going to be chatting with the boys from Triple Murder. But first, this is Fractures and Outlines and End of the World.
and Ottawa Spotlight. We're back on Heavy in Ottawa. This is just solo Laura today. Our spotlight band this week is Triple Murder, a metal band from Ottawa. And we have Max and Eric here in studio with me today. Thanks so much for coming in, guys. Thanks for having us. What's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Early on a Monday morning. Oh, it's always the best. It's not that early. So you guys are fairly, the band is fairly new, right? You guys started last year. We started in uh, October uh, last year. Uh, Really? Well, that's when we started playing shows anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been a band for about a year and a half, but we've been playing shows for about a year. And uh, yeah, we just recently got a new singer. Well, not really that recently anymore, but... Yeah, about March. That's pretty (laughs) recent. But yeah, he's been doing great. And, and we're talking about Mike, right? Mike. Yes. All right. Mikey. Lovely Mikey. And he has been, he's also been in many different bands before. Is he settling down now, nicely? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's still really busy. <laughs> yeah. He's in, what, three bands at the moment? Yeah, including yeah. us. He's a busy boy. Right. So before you guys tried at Triple Murder, what was before that? You had all, you pl- also played in oh, different man. bands. Oh, well, I played in, um, I played in a couple bands. Most of them not really mentionable because it doesn't, you know, it was just like garage stuff, cover bands. But my first real band was Dark Ministry, and we played like three or four shows or around for about a year. And then uh, I left the band and uh, took a bit of a break, collected myself, and started writing a bunch of crazy stuff. And I just wanted to write whatever I wanted and not be pigeonheld by a genre, you know. And then I just needed to get people that were down with that and ready to be super creative and throw a bunch of genres together and have fun, make good music. And uh, it took a while there, but we got a solid lineup. So so right now, if you were to describe, I, when I look at your Facebook page, it says just metal. There's no, oh. like, you don't like, put yourself in a box. Like you said that you don't want any specific kind of, yeah. you just it's just metal and then you can kind of, interpret yourself it's, when it's you go pretty much it yeah yeah there's there's a lot going on with it there's influences from all over the place we weren't really sure we thought we'd leave like the 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 genre description up to whoever's listening to us i guess mostly promoters and the fans basically <laughs> if you want to call us a death metal band and say we're not good at playing death metal you know well because <laughs> we're not a death metal band but there's some parts of death metal in in the songs you know like there's blast beats in there and then you get deathcore elements where there's like some beat down riffs and it's all over the place. But at the end of the day, it's what we felt complimented a song the best way. And we'll throw it in. If it sounds good, we'll keep it. So it's, it's, it's an easier way to go about writing songs because if you're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to go and write a metalcore record. It's going to sound like a metalcore record, and it's going to sound like every other metalcore record that's come out before it. So I just like to keep it fresh and exciting, and you can throw any anything you want in a song as long as it sounds good. And that's what makes a lot of very famous bands so special, like Slipknot mixing hip-hop influences and samples. And then you got bands like uh, Cross Faith, who use uh, dubstep in their music. And but they're also sound like a deathcore band at the same time, and then they'll sound metalcore. Would you say those two bands are sort of your influences, or? Uh, well, as of lately, mostly like I've been listening to a lot of All That Remains again, and 
the usual bands like Metallica, Pantera, and um, they always start on the playlist. But uh, a, a lot of what we've been listening to more lately is, I guess, uh, more into like the deathcore type uh, genre and just like heavier hitting stuff, pig squeals, that sort of thing. Just gnarly stuff. Yeah, like really heavy hardcore music and stuff. Uh, but mainly for me, bands like Avenged Sevenfold and Iron Maiden, just I love the classics, you know what I mean? And then I, I, when I met Mikey, he started turning me on to a lot of hardcore music. So the the record we're writing now is going to have a lot of hardcore influences. It's also going to have a lot of, uh, like, it's going to sound a lot fresher than our EP we just released, Premeditated. So it's all constantly evolving. Exactly. Always. And I like it that you said that you can go and kind of interpret it yourself when you go and see or when you listen to your, when someone listens to your album or see see you live, you can kind of, you know, it, like any art, right? You yeah. should you should be able to kind of interpret it, what it means to you and whatnot. There's something there when you put your heart in it, but. They're basically giving the listener like a blank canvas. It's, it's always going to sound different to everyone. Yeah. Uh, the way you look at a song is pro- probably very different from the way that I look at a song or the way that Max looks at a song. It's always, always different. And uh, it, sometimes it just takes reading something on a forum to be like, oh, wow, that, was a, <laughs> that song was about this. That's crazy. Right. I mean, you have an idea when you write lyrics to a song and then someone listening to it might interpreted completely differently like the 100%. lyrics completely differently so where where do your the lyrics come from generally who writes the lyrics <laughs> well ideally we all sit around and come up with stuff but most of the time usually people come in with like bits and pieces or come up with like an entire song's worth of lyrics and then we will sit through it and nitpick the crap out of it until everybody's happy with the phrasing and the lyrics and the concepts. But normally, we'll just sit around and think of a concept for a song, and then whatever happens, somebody will spit a line, and we'll be like, fuck that, that was garbage, let's figure something else out, and just go through the ringer, you know? Right. So you currently have one album out. Was that full length, or that's an EP? That's an EP. Right. Yeah, six songs. And when did that come out? September 21st, I think we dropped it. Something like that. 21st or the 27th. It's It was one of the numbers that looked like a one. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a newborn baby in yeah. your arms, practically. Yeah, exactly. How, how do you feel like people have received it's, the new it's album? It's been received fairly well. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things. We've heard some negative things online as well. Uh, some people love it. Other people just hate it. But for the most part, it's been a lot of good reviews. As always, there's always yeah. someone who feels the need to say some, something negative about it. I appreciate <laughs> that because then when I go back and listen to it, I can hear what they were saying. Yeah, exactly. What, it opens our eyes like, up to Regardless of the, the statement they made, it doesn't, it doesn't, I, I take it all into consideration, so. As long as it's that. constructive criticism, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's borderline <laughs> bashing us, and then there's like, you know, nice constructive criticism. <laughs> Sometimes things are said that we can use. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. and it's it's always a learning experience, right? Yeah. So show-wise, I see you guys are pretty busy. I see your name <laughs> all the time on my calendar of upcoming shows oh, right we try on. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but you have one uh big one coming up this friday actually yeah. yes. so you want to tell a little bands. bit about it 
Yeah, no, that that show's being put on by uh, Jesse Dwyer, uh, Hillside Audio, Dark Moon Productions, Ironclad Graphics, and yeah, I think you guys are sponsoring it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's gonna be killer. I can't wait for that. I night. heard I heard it's gonna be like super packed. So right, yeah. so five bands. It's exciting. Five bands, and you're all. We're all going to be playing uh, thirty-minute sets, and it's crazy uh, too. Right? I, I know some of the the bands they're they're bringing some like really good new material to the fucking table, and it's going to be some nice, nice. It's oh, a bunch of completely different bands too, like completely different. Like Sinful Ways has like that kind of old school ish sound that like mixes like Avenged Sevenfold with more modern kind of things. And then you got like fractures, which is a like a metalcore-ish like crossover kind of thing. And then Armagnac, like which is just like straight up like death meets thrash. Um, yeah, just oh, I love those boys. They're, they're great. so cool. Who else am I missing? Uh, Held in Secret. Yeah, they're they're like fucking hardcore too. They they got some really heavy breakdowns. It's just completely different bands, and it's it's cool because they're all going to bring their own fan base, and then everybody's going to get to hear everybody's music. And, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, man, we're just going to go out and have, like, the best time of our lives. That's that's all I want to do, you know. <laughs> and if we win, it's great, you know. But Well, I'm, everybody wins, actually. Yeah, no, that's true. Right? Yeah. Everybody gets something. Right. right. That's a bonus. So okay. you're not, either way, you're not going to leave empty-handed. Yeah, exactly. Which I is like amazing. That. And I really like the whole uh, idea behind the battle is that you're going to go there and you're going to give your all on stage. Mm-hmm. And it's all yeah. a, it's all about that and the audience it's, that you bring. You know, and as I said, everyone gets something. There's going to be a recording session with Hillside. There's yeah. going to be a music video is one of the, the prizes with Joe Moon. There's yeah. going to be a photo shoot. So, so all the bands are leaving with something. So... Uh, I think it's going to be a good night. Yep. Everyone should go and check it out. Usually I have my co-host here, um, James Reed, and he has what he calls this a silly question or a stupid question towards oh, the yes. end of. <laughs> so I'm going to save that for a little bit later. But for now, what do you guys have coming up after this Friday's Battle of the Bands? What's the plan? Are you writing new oh. music? Are you hoping to do more shows? Are you want, Do you want to expand outside ottawa or what's well, going on uh we're we're looking to do a little of all of that really uh we're we're gonna be we've already started writing a new uh, album uh we're going to be looking at recording that uh, uh after uh or like through the winter and uh going into uh, next year hopefully have something uh really nice put together and then um as for shows i think we're taking a little bit of a break but uh just for the sake of writing like we want to get like some new material out because we've been playing the same EP for like a year now and we're getting a little stagnated on that. So, so is that going to be a full length record that's going to come yeah, out? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think we're going to shoot for like uh, 10 or 12 songs or something or 8 to 12. You know, like not like a super long EP but not like a super short record. You know what I mean? There's going to be some really interesting things. Uh, stuff that's coming up. Well, we just dropped like a fall line of apparel on our website. What's your website? Triplemurder.com. All right. So if you want to go check, check it, it out. out, nice. We <laughs> that was great. We syncopated, syncopated. Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> Owe me a Pepsi. So yeah, we dropped a fall line of apparel. Um, we're gonna be taking that down soon, and we're gonna throw up some Christmas threads. 
some hopefully ugly Christmas sweaters. And I was about to ask, yeah. could you elaborate? <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're going to like just Christmas themed stuff like uh, triple murder in green on a red sweater or a green sweater with a red triple murder logo. And uh, sounds very festive. It's yeah. super festive. <laughs> and then we're going to put like probably like Christmas trees and stuff on it. And just we're going to make a really ugly triple murder Christmas sweater. And uh, hopefully people buy them. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see that at a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, go check out triplemurder.com for a bunch of exclusive threads, like uh, pants and sweaters and t-shirts and stuff like that. Winter that you... gear coming soon. Yeah, winter gear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, um, we're focusing on writing, for sure. After this show, we're hitting the drawing board big time. We're... Uh, we're going to invest in lights and uh, proper sound equipment. And if we get an offer for a show, that'd be great. But uh, We always love playing shows. Yeah, I like playing shows. I get bored when I'm not playing shows. So <laughs> most, most likely something new is going to come uh, down the pipes. C- come for sure. out in the spring, summer, maybe uh, a year from now. Yeah, maybe in the next eight months or something like that. We plan on maybe having a video done for a new song that's gonna that's, be that's in not, your face yeah the new song's kind of dear to us so it's uh it's a real targeted song and um <clears throat> hits hard it's heavy and it's got a, sort of a special meaning to us so we just sort of we're really excited to really be releasing that one and get that one recorded and set out to everybody um we're planning an east coast tour and i can't tell you who, who the bands are going to be but we're looking for promotion sponsors and um, if you want to put your name on the shirt or if you want to put your name on the poster, shoot us an email at triplemurderofficial at gmail.com. And, uh, What's yeah. the timeline for this tour? Timeline is uh, it's, about, it's about a week run. It's going to be starting in Halifax and moving uh, our way to Toronto within six-day period. So my... I don't know if this is a, a silly question, but what is your favorite guilty pleasure song of all times? Backstreet's Back. Oh, <laughs> nailed I think it you took too. his answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, I know I'm stumped. I can't think about it one now. You gotta say something. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, it is, man. And do you want it out there? <laughs> well, I mean, if I can think Yours of is already I, out I'm there. completely shameless. Oh, the Backstreet Boys. Oh, no. Sue me. Now, like, <laughs> guilty pleasure, does that mean it has to be, like, disco music to be guilty? Or does it... It can ha- be anything. Absolutely anything. Oh, probably um, Die a Happy Man by Thomas Rhett. <laughs> right. That or, like... Wow. Old, old Dominion or something like that. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> yeah, I like a lot of country music. I wouldn't call it guilty pleasure. I just like it. <laughs> no, it's, it's more like a shameless pleasure. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting in the van with the boys and throwing some sad, sappy shit like Thomas Rhett. <laughs> no, no, you just like the uh, Billy Ray Cyrus on the way to Pembroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The skeletons are coming out of the oh closet. My God. <laughs> oh, my God. So much Hank Jr. All right, I, I think the interview is done. We're getting into the area that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think he all, all, already got the energy drink coming out of his nose. So uh, we're going to listen to a tune. 
from your EP. Oh, great. Uh, and this is going to be Crawl featuring Eric Forget from A, S- A Scar for the Wicked. Thanks so much, guys, for coming in. Thank you. Here's Triple Murder and Crawl on Heavy in Ottawa. to Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura and here's what's going on in Ottawa for the next couple of weeks. 
Tonight, November 6th, Ailstorm, a Fenimer with local Sovereign Council and the Aphelion at the Brass Monkey. This Friday, November 8th, Battle of the Bands, Heavy Edition by Beyond the Pit and Dark Moon Productions at Mavericks with Triple Murder, Harmoniac, Sinful Ways, Fractures and Outlines, and Held in Secret. On Saturday, November 9th, there's actually quite a few shows going on, so I'm going to list the three of them. Locals Horcrux, and in passing at the 27 Club with Quebec's Feels Like Home and Sudden Waves from Montreal, this uh, metalcore and hardcore bill. Also on Saturday, Masora CD release party with Ominous Eclipse, Dissentient, and uh, Dark Side Ritual and Disrupt It from Mexico at Cafe de Cuff. That's some trash, progressive, and death metal. Also on Saturday, the 15th annual Remembrance Day Canadian Legion Benefit Show at the Dom with Ironside and locals Danny Mancini and Cultural Treason and Sons of Scotland. On Friday, November 15, Casa Lagarto and Toronto's Run Coyote at Irene's at some Mirage Rock and Western Noir. Sounds super interesting. On Saturday, November 16, a couple of Finnish bands, Enziferum and Kalma, uh, with Abigail Williams and Animus, with locals Misshapen at Mavericks. That's a heavy metal bill. Also on Saturday, November 16, a Rebel 1017 Real Rock concert series with The Wild, with local openers Old James and Black Galaxy at House of Tart. That's a sold-out show. On Wednesday, November 20th, Basque and locals Clusterfuck, Seven Snakes and Sims at Cafe de Cuff. On Friday, November 22nd, Sevillan and Hard Labor rock out at Oliver's Pub and Patio. And Friday, November 22nd, a local Rockers Colorado's farewell show at the Bronson Center with Charlie Bliss and Luna Lee. This has been Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. Hope to get you guys listening again in a couple of weeks. We'll leave you with Masora and The Veil.
listening to the Heavy and Ottawa podcast from Rebel1017.com with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. New episodes posted twice monthly. Join the Heavy and Ottawa Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. Heavy and Ottawa. Presented by Rebel1017.com.